I just, I want to find a place here. I want to find, you know, a gym. She's like, I always pass by that boom. I always pass by that CrossFit. She was like, I see them right. I think you would like that. And I was like, I don't know about CrossFit. Um, and so, of course, naturally I took that on. So I think once I had Kaysen, once I had a daughter, I was like, I am not going to, you know, talk negative about myself. I want her to see me um, as a strong person. And that's what I want for my kids too. You know, you see it coming over for your child, like what do we want for our kids? Like we want them to be hard workers. We want them to not give up. You know, we want them to be okay with failure and keep trying new things. And that's what CrossFit gives us. Welcome back to the Building Better People podcast. This is your host, Charlie Lima. I have Amanda Hager on the podcast today. What an inspiration she is. She's a great example to her kids. She's a great example to her husband and our community. You're going to love hearing this podcast. I hope you enjoy. I'm Amanda Hager. I'm 31 years old, married to Chris Hager. Um, and I have two kids. Kaysen is five and Bryson is two. Wow. So how long, you said, how long have you been married to Chris? Six years. Because Chris... <laughs> Who started working out first? Oh, Chris, by far. Okay. I mean, he's always been an athlete. Always. And he started at the gym first? Um, or he just started working out in general first? In general, like in life. Okay. Um, so I think like they were five when they started soccer. He played soccer all the way through. Um, they did oh, that's right, because there's two of them. Yeah, they're Ben twins. is here now. Yeah. So his, uh, his mom was like a twin mom. Okay. That was her only two kids, and she was like you're gonna be active. You know, she was a full-time working mom. I mean, just busting but you know, she was yeah. awesome. And she um, wanted them to be super active and involved. And um, and so she got them on the competitive teams and they would travel on the weekends. And Both Ben and Chris. So. Yeah, together, always together. So she would only have one schedule, but. <laughs> I know, I noticed a little competitive side of Oh, of sure, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, they literally, this is funny story, they literally, I don't know if Chris could appreciate this, yeah. but they shared a room until they graduated high school. Their mom wow. would not give up that guest room. Uh -huh. So like they literally shared everything. Wow. Like their whole life, which cracks me up. And they're super close. Yeah, know? and now they own a business together. Yeah. yeah. You know, like awesome. who can do that? Like So when did you and Chris meet? We met in 2010, at the end of 2010, and you, um, were you working out? Were you healthy? I mean, he had been kind of healthy his whole life. Was that had. even something that y'all shared? So for me, like, I guess I didn't really, we, I had three brothers, three younger brothers. So um, we, money was pretty tight. And so we didn't have, like, I remember doing soccer like one time and I was, I was always, I was on a team of all boys, of course. Uh -huh. I was the only girl. And I was running in the back. Like when you'd run around the uh -huh. soccer field, I was uh -huh. always the last person in the back running. Um, so I wasn't like a natural athlete. My brothers were a little bit more than me, but I was not. They whipped athlete. you into shape. Yeah, a little bit. Um, and so that was my only, I think I played a softball team game. And then in, in junior high, I went to a private school and we did, there were 50 in the class. So it was like not very competitive. Maybe. Yeah. It was just a small group. Um, and everybody could play. So I played volleyball. And, and was that kind of, were you active outside of volleyball or was it just like really. sports? Just, was it? Yeah, I just did volleyball. And did you keep going through uh, high school? Well, so I went, I transitioned from a private junior high, which was like 50 in our class. And we went to elementary together junior high. And then um, in high school, freshman year, I started at a, a public school. We had like 900 in our graduating class. So it was hmm. super, super competitive. 
Um, so I did freshman volleyball. I barely made the B team. Where was that? Where'd you grow up? Um, Cypress. Oh, yeah. So I went what to high school? Langham Creek. So I went to Cy Creek. What? Yeah. I didn't know this. And okay. so we played, you guys. And I don't know if y'all are still in our district or in that district, but this was, yeah, I yeah, graduated yeah. in 2000. Okay. And so it was Cy Falls. Uh, Cy, well, Cy Ridge was in, not around when I was yeah. there, but Langham Creek has been there yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Okay, so you played yeah. uh, sports at Lamb Creek? Uh, one year. One, yeah. <laughs> so I played volleyball. I barely made the B team. Wow. Because um, I came from that small school where, like, we were just all on the team. It, it was a private Christian school, so it was like, there wasn't a lot of competition, I guess. Yeah. You know? Is so, that why you left? Was that something that you wanted no, more of? No, it was more, um, no, my parents just decided it was time. It was probably yeah. more of a financial thing, and yeah. we just transitioned to public well, school. Well, I know, the reason I ask is because I know sometimes when you're in a small school like that, private school, you just want to compete at a higher sure. level, and a lot of those private schools struggle to keep their athletes, and so right. they end up going to public. So I didn't know if that was the no, case no, for no. you. Um, my brother, maybe, I mean, he played football, mm-hmm. but um, I barely made the B team, and then after freshman year, they're like, so you're going to do club, right? Because if you want to continue, you have to do club. And my parents were like, no way. Like, we can't <laughs> afford club. Like, no. You know? And yeah. So it was just one of those things. And so I was like, okay. And and it wasn't like I was really good or anything. And I, did, I didn't know you had to put in the extra practice. I, I was not a natural athlete. Like, I wasn't going to go jogging for fun. You know? Like, I mean, that just... You did the thing. minimum requirement. Right. right. I and, didn't know. And you probably enjoyed the social... Sure. Aspect of sports. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. For sure. And then after that, did you? So, so you didn't play junior, sophomore through senior year. Mm-hmm. So no. did you do no activity? Was was not there, really? Uh, no, I didn't do. You know. But it wasn't a big deal to you. It wasn't something that like. Oh, well, I'm I just I, I don't think I like realized. But I, I remember my mom because my mom would always jog in the mornings. Like mm-hmm. she would jog at three miles or something. And um, so like I was like, well, I, I want to be in shape. Like I felt like this pressure, you know, because as a, a female, I feel like there's all this pressure, um, especially in those years, those, mm-hmm. those um, years in uh, junior high and high school to be thin. I felt that pressure because I wasn't like super fit or, you know, I wasn't naturally thin. So like I went, like I would try to do diet things instead of like exercise things. At what age did that start? So I was probably... 14 or no 15 when I started and I remember like seeing dietary supplements on something when I was like 16 and so like I started like taking these like natural herbal pills thinking it was like a diet pill which is like awful yeah you know and I was like eating salads and I lost a lot of weight but I just remember feeling like I was weak and stuff and so like that didn't last so I went on to like eat more food but I think I was like 17 maybe when I did You that. know, and obviously you're now, you're older, more mature, and sure. you kind of, but you, even still looking back to like, even our children, right, that yeah. are going to be at that stage yes. in life one day, and just to know that, and it, and I would even say that even now, it probably starts earlier than where it started for you. For sure. Well, and that's the thing, like I remember telling my dad one time, like, I just wish there was a needle, like I could just suck the fat out, oh, and like yeah. get rid of the fat, because I knew, like I just... I kind of had, like, my mom would always talk about kind of her body, like, not, she tried to be, I think she tried to be better than her mom about self-talk, but, like, I still took a lot of that on, you know, and I, I was, I've always been super, super sensitive um, to people and their comments, especially about themselves, you know, mm-hmm. I've just been super in tune with, with other people, and um, so my mom would, would make comments about herself. 
Um, and so, of course, naturally, I took that on. So I think once I had Kaysen, once I had a daughter, I was like, I am not going to, you know, talk negative about myself. Mm -hmm. I want her to see me um, as a strong person. And I honestly, like, um, like, I think the older I've gotten and the older she's gotten, like, she, you know, I've stopped wearing as much makeup. I've stopped, you know, focusing on some of those things that growing up, I remember my mom used to put mascara on every day and she was like, I can't look like a boy today. So she would put on her mascara and she's like, oh, now I look like a girl. And like in my mind, I'm like, mm. oh, makeup makes you a girl. And yeah. it's like. And you're just loving your daughter and wanting her to sure. feel, you know, because she doesn't know, you know. Right. And that's what I love, love about CrossFit is it celebrates the body, mm. the, the female body, the male body. But especially for these um, kids and adolescents, you know, it celebrates the human body and the potential that you have. And it's not like, I just, even now, we were just talking about it yesterday, strength classes, like um, people saying like, I don't want to get too broad or I don't want to get, uh, I don't want to look like a man. Right. I've heard that so much since so I started So at CrossFit. what point in your CrossFit journey did you kind of discover this? Because I can tell you're lighting up, like yeah, you're, you're yeah. passionate about it. So like at what point did you discover this kind of appreciation for that? So I feel like once I had Kaysen, I was like, I knew, I've always known I was a strong person, but like, I just wanted to see my, my daughter to see me as strong. Mm. And then, um, I gained 80 pounds when I had her, uh, no 80 pounds. I was 180 when I had her. Mm -hmm. So I gained about 50. Mm -hmm. And, um, so that was a big struggle for me because I weighed more than Chris. And like, we got on the scale and I was like, oh wow. Okay. Like I need to do something. Mm -hmm. It was just that light switch, that bulb that went off. And, um, so there was a, um, a workout group that was on the field at my I taught elementary school for seven years and at the school they had uh, this what is it called a boot camp sorry, yeah on the field and it was two days a week or three they did it Tuesday Thursday and Saturday and so I I was like you know what I'm just my I watched my friends lose weight doing that and so once I had case and I was like I'm gonna do that and so I lost all of that weight and like wow. I got down to probably like one almost the fittest. So was the first exposure to working out post freshman year of volleyball that boot camp? Like, did you go that long? No, actually, I sure. still remember um, I was probably my first year of teaching. Mm -hmm. You know, and you're just so stressed. You don't have time for anything. Um, and I had a knot in my back, and my dad was kind of working it out, and he was like, I don't feel any muscle in your back. And I was like, that really hit me. I was uh -huh. like, I... What? Like I have no muscle in. So I think like the next week I joined LA Fitness and I was like I started step class yeah. and I was like, I started seeing muscle and that was really awesome. Um, it's amazing just, like words yeah. have like that much influence. Yeah, especially from one, your dad, you know. Sure. And then having the brothers and just that competitive mm -hmm. nature and I'm like, I don't what? Like yeah. I don't have muscle. So um, so I did get in pretty good shape um, and then. Then I kind of kept like working out a little bit on my own um, mm. from that point. So I did step class and kind of worked out on my own a little bit. And then I met Chris and he always did his own workout at that point in uh -huh. his life. He was doing his own workout in the gym and like he and Ben would meet up and yeah. do their workout like LA Fitness. And um, so I would join them and work out. I mean, I was in pretty good shape. Yeah. You know, nothing like now, I feel like. Not and, as strong and as And then I that now. took you to pregnancy, which is pregnancy. where, did you work out during pregnancy? Um, not really. I, I walked and stuff, but like my doctor at the time was like, oh, don't work out. Like you're fine, just walk. And you were really in shape. 
Yeah, I was in pretty good shape at that point. Yeah. And then, and wh- then why did the doctor say no, not I to? Don't, I don't know. Like, but, she's a great doctor. She yeah. really is. Like, she's one of the best, I feel like, in Houston, Katy area. But, yeah. But I feel like that she probably shouldn't have said that. Yeah. You know, because, like, I, you know. Yeah. I think they always err on the safe side. Yeah. You know, and, um. And she even told me, she's like, there's a girl um, that I see that's doing crossfit and she's flipping upside down, you know, doing handstand mm. push-ups. And I Probably her, my wife. Ah, right, right. <laughs> and she was like, I told her, stop that. And uh, I was like laughing because I'm like, well, that's not Well, me. and I think that there is there is a fine, you know, we actually sure. interviewed a couple, I know Michelle Wagner went on yes, her interview yeah, and yeah. she worked out through her pregnancy and Alicia and I, when I interviewed yeah. her, talked about that. Um, but I think it's you definitely don't want to do anything to jeopardize the right. that right. That's sure. it, no, that's not more important. Typically, my advice to pregnant women is you're not trying to get better right now. Sure. Like you're just you know, and that's the challenge that's, with yeah. CrossFit. You know, and, and even and most working out, even running. You know, sure. Alicia wanted to run a a half marathon or full. Well, no, it was maybe a half, and at start training at like 20 weeks. Wow. And I wasn't super comfortable about it. And then her doctor said this. And I felt right, right, right. right her doctor was right. You know, right. so I think there's it's probably to be cautious or to be, have caution is is better sure. than to say, oh, yeah, keep doing it. And then you don't know what that person's going to go do. And they exactly. might not be educated enough to. Right. Know. And maybe she saw it. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because I wasn't like super active right when I got pregnant. Um, it was just pretty much light work. So maybe that's where she was. And that's why I asked is because I don't know what they what kind of advice doctors sure. give like i i don't know if they say don't do anything or and that's kind of yeah. so that led to the game the weight game sure that led to the weight game and then like every you know it's at work they're like oh you're eating for two blah, blah. <laughs> and, and like you're like hindsight it's like oh my gosh you're not eating for two uh, like what, what was i doing um but anyway so then i gained all that weight then i realized i weighed more than chris and so then um I started the boot camp and then I lost a ten. I lost probably fifty pounds. Um, wow! Because so, I was like at one, so I was one eighty. When I weighed myself with Chris, I was like one sixty five. Okay, so maybe at the boot camp I was like down to one thirty five. Two days a week. Two days a week. Yeah. Wow. Well, and Saturdays sometimes. Sometimes because we lived like forty five minutes from my school, so and like on Saturdays. Major diet adjustment during that. I time? did. I did. Okay. That was probably the biggest thing. Um, I knew, like, I just cut out carbs, really. Um, if I did eat them, they were more natural carbs. Like, Ben and his wife were actually doing, like, a paleo-style mm-hmm. diet at the time, and so I just kind of modeled a lot of that, mm-hmm. made it work for my schedule, mm-hmm. ate a lot of nuts and stuff. Yep. Um, so then, when I got pregnant with Bryson, I knew kind of what not to do um, when I was pregnant, but we actually thought we lost him. Um, I think I was about eight or nine weeks. Mm. And so I thought I had a miscarriage. Um, and so um, the doctor, like there was some bleeding and stuff. And the doctor said, stop working out. Because I was doing some some working out still. She was like, stop working out. Rest for a little bit. Once everything stops, once the bleeding stops, and I can tell on the ultrasound that you're good, then you can start working out live again. Mm. Um, and so that kind of messed up my Same plans. doctor? Same yeah. doctor. But she had seen my progression and so she knew I was active at that point so she was like okay just wait and she was like and then you can go back Mm -hmm. so um but she said please just keep it light so I did um so once all of that recovered I don't know what 
at what point. I think I just still, once, um, I think it took about three weeks or so, and then I started getting back. So I was like still in, like in my second trimester. So I, mm-hmm. I just did some light stuff, like um, super modified everything. Yeah. But I really didn't gain any weight with him. Um, and then I ended up having a C-section with him, mm-hmm. which was a surprise um, because I hadn't experienced that before with Kaysen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God. Like I was just freaking out thinking like, what is this going to do to my ass? Like not going to have, you know, like yeah. the recovery um, really scared me. And then, so then I, I got out and actually I was just itching to kind of get back. And that's when we moved here. We moved here uh, right at, Right before I had Bryson. Okay. We moved here to College Station. And my sister-in-law and my brother lived on Treehouse. Oh, wow. And so she would always pass by CrossFit. And I just, like, she she heard me, like, talking about, oh, I just, I want to find a place here. I want to find, you know, a gym. She's like, I always pass by that boom. I always pass by that CrossFit. She was like, I see them right. I think you would like that. And I was like, I don't know about CrossFit. Like, so when did you move here? What When was that? 2015 in June. Awesome. So that's when Chris and Ben started their company. Okay. And, and that's they, why you moved here? Well, they were going to travel a lot. And so um, I wanted to be closer to family. Mm-hmm. And two of my brothers at the time lived here um, and their family. And so um, I was like, well, and they kept saying, come move to college. Yeah. And so um, that's, I told Chris, I was like, if we were going to travel so much, I would like to be closer to family. Yeah. So that's really what brought us here. I mean, I went to A&M, mm-hmm. graduated from A&M. So I knew the town was super safe. And yes. Just, um, that's kind and of. And then, so you had a C-section. When did? How long did that take for healing and recovery? Was that and and was that a lot harder than you thought it would be on recovery? Actually, it was a lot easier okay. than I thought. I felt like you can see the scar. You can, you know what to expect. I felt like the first time was a little bit scarier, you know, uh, with casing because I didn't know what to expect, all that. But with the C-section, I'd done, of course, as soon as they said C-section, I was like, I was doing all this research. Mm-hmm. And um, so I kind of knew what to expect. I could see the scar. I um, I got up and walked right away. Like as soon as um, they said I could stand up, I was standing up moving around that room. I was like, I don't want to get, um, I'd, I wasn't hurting that bad but I, w- I didn't want to get comfortable just sitting all the time because I knew my body would just stop mm-hmm. um, or get get used to um, I, don't, I just felt like the recovery would be, would be harder if I didn't mm-hmm. move. So I was just up moving around that room um, for the next couple of days while I was there. When was Bryson born? Uh, June, July 23rd, 2015. Okay. So he's like Anderson's age. Yeah. They're pretty much the same. Yeah, yeah. So that was so you couldn't do anything for how long did they want so you? So eight weeks. Eight they weeks. said eight weeks. So um, so I was itching during that time, and uh, when I got when I got the pat, the green light to go ahead and work out, um, that's when you know my sister in law was like, "You really need to try, yeah. you know, CrossFit out." And so I remember I came, and Blake was the coach, uh-huh. <laughs> and um, I was like, "Okay, like I, I had a C section eight weeks ago." Blake's like, "Oh, you'll be fine," <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, cool. Okay." Uh, yeah, and so, <laughs> and so we were, and I still remember he had me do some squats, and he was like, "Oh, your form looks good." And so, and because I'd worked out before, you were know, you nervous? I was a little. I was nervous. Yeah, yeah, I was nervous because I was like, "What's it gonna feel like?" You yeah. know. Um, and so I remember being in this class, and Alicia was there. Thank oh, goodness cool. she was there. Because, <laughs> um, I was like, because she, she just had Anderson. She did. Yeah. And so she, she and I like, like we had this connection. Yeah. I was like, 
I, I just had a C-section and she's like, oh, like, <laughs> and she, in the Blake's like, oh, you, you got yeah. this. And so then it was sit-ups and Blake's like, here, here's, you know, just hook your feet on this and do a sit-up. And Alicia's like, oh, honey, no. Like, <laughs> she was like, just use your arm. Like, she was like modifying it for me and it was cracking up, but I was like, she gets it. Like, thank yeah, goodness. Cause Blake's like, oh, just sit up. Like, oh, yeah. just latch your feet. And I was like, but there's nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no muscles. And I think that's the hardest part is like, you go from knowing what it feels like. Oh, yeah. And then you're like, there's nothing. Why can't I lean over? Why can't mm-hmm. I? <clears throat> and people um, just talk about just like all the movements. You don't realize how much you use your core. Yes. And so I felt like once with CrossFit, you develop your core so quickly mm-hmm. because all of our movements take core, yeah. you know? Um, and so I, I felt, when I felt my core start coming back, like then that's when I started feeling a big difference. Like mm-hmm. I was like, okay. And so that was pretty much two years ago. Mm-hmm. And over these last two years, cause everybody kind of has a point when they're doing it and then they start like really loving it. Was that sure. you from the very beginning or did it no, take a while? It took a while. And I was, um, I know I talked to Alicia about this a lot, but like I was breastfeeding and I had not done that with Kaysen. Um, I did a little bit at the beginning, but I went back to work right away. And so she switched to formula. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I didn't know what that meant, like as far as diet and stuff. Mm-hmm. I knew how to lose weight and whatnot, but I knew you needed to, you you did need to eat more if you're going to produce quality milk. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't really know what that looked like as far as working out and balancing that. Um, plus Chris was gone a lot and I wasn't getting a lot of sleep, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like, I was feeling weak in my workouts. I was not feeling right. Um, and so I felt I was getting frustrated cause I was actually gaining weight mm. because of breastfeeding. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that your body stores fat. And like, I was just getting so frustrated because I'm like, I'm working out, I'm eating well. Um, eating a little more than I probably mm-hmm. should if I had more carbs than I should. But I was like, it was just this constant struggle. Cause I knew it's what my baby needed. I, mm-hmm. I knew I needed for my child. I needed to produce good milk. You know, I, I mm-hmm. knew that. And, um, I could, I could see the bit, I could see like he was getting chunky and he was filling yeah. out and that made me really proud of myself. Yeah. But at the same time, like at the gym, I was just feeling like frustrated because it was like, this is not what I thought was going to happen after I kept all the weight off during pregnancy, you know, and then now I'm, I'm gaining it all. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, and I remember telling the gynecologist at my one year after Bryson was born and I said, um, like, I feel like I'm gaining weight. And she's like, you're fine. She was like, you're working out. Your body wants to eat more. You're feeding a baby. You're okay. And like, that's when it really hit me. Like, there is a time in my life where I'm not going to have to worry about my selfish needs mm. to get more in shape. And that I, for me, that's, that's kind of what it was. It's like, I'm, I'm working out. I'm coming. I was coming like three to four days a week at that point. And you know, like there's a time in my life where I don't have to be fit as fit as, mm. as I would want to be, yeah. you know? And I was like, I, my baby is chunky and healthy and happy. And I am providing that. And you know, and that's, yeah. And that's a, for you to say that too, is so such a mature statement, right? Right. Because that first year after pregnancy, and again, I'm not a, I'm not a a woman, but I've seen my wife walk through that three times and, 
it's very challenging. It is. And, you know, I think because it's, you're talking about it, what could you tell maybe a, a, maybe a woman who's listening, who's in that like three, four, five, you know, in that just where it's kind of like what you're saying, you know, it's, you're being on the other end. It's so much easier now. Yes. But for that person who's in that right now, struggling, right? No, it just like give your, you know, um, try to find peace and try to give yourself grace. You know, like that, that grace period. Just know like you'll get there. You'll, you, you will get there. You'll get to where you want to be. But in this moment, just be proud of yourself and what you're doing for your kid, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I think so, so much, great words. I, I just feel like so much time in the media and all this, like everyone bounces back. Oh, look, she just had a baby. Mm-hmm. She's a size two again. And it's like, stop. Yeah. You know, like we, yeah. as women, we don't need that pressure. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot, a lot of times it's like, I had to like just separate myself from social media like all you know that for a little while it was just so much like negative self Mm -hmm. you know self-doubt and I started so I started following the CrossFit page I started you know like looking up these things that were encouraging and good um and things that you know didn't make me feel insecure it just inspired me to work harder Mm -hmm. um and so I think that that's what I love about the gym too. It's just this positive um, environment that y'all have created, and I just love mm. and appreciate that so much. But it's like I wanted to come here just to be around other people that were positive. And at, at, for a time, I was in the women's only class, and they they got it. Like if I was like, man, you know, I'm just getting frustrated or whatnot. They like there were always women there that would be like, I know what you mean. They understand. I know what you yeah. Mean. yeah. And, um, and they were like, it's okay, you'll get there, you'll get there. And so um, I would just encourage anyone that's going through that at that time just to seek out other friends that have been there, you yeah. know, um, just because I, I've i been there, yeah. you know. But I, you know, I just, I remember so clearly Alicia just mm. being so encouraging, but she knew, like she didn't even have to say it. There's just this look on her face, like yeah. she knew that I, um, there's some other women in the class as well, like just looking at me and uh, we would be talking and just the look on their face, like they understood. And it was, yeah. you know. And I feel like at some point, and I, I would love to know when, but I think you took it up like to a next level. I did. You know? So, <laughs> so. it was like after I started breastfeeding, that, that was kind of my goal. Once once I stopped and um, it wasn't like at a year that we stopped. It was like 15 months or something. I just kind of let it happen naturally. Mm-hmm. Um and so we were done breastfeeding and I and I think what it was is I could take caffeine to get like really hit the caffeine mm-hmm. and that's when like I felt we were sleeping through the night I could have some caffeine and then it was like I could turn it up turn it up yeah <laughs> I could turn it up and um and also I could get my eating in check mm-hmm. like I was it took me a minute like a month a couple months to really get myself in gear like I knew what I needed to do and just I think it happened when I had, you know, like I said, when I weighed myself against Chris that yeah. time. But it happened just like, I don't know what the catalyst was this time with Bryson, but it was like I knew. Yeah. It's like, okay. And how many so, days a week do you come now? Uh, right now, six because of the nutrition challenge. Oh, that, right. That's <laughs> I'm good. I'm like, I'm for this to end. No, yeah. I just kind of tricked myself into thinking So you were, you were at five and bumped it up or were you? So I was probably at like four. Four days a week. My goal was four. And so, then in the two years that you've been training, what are some things that you've seen yourself do that maybe you couldn't imagine 
before that. Yeah. Um, well, I feel like every day that happens, you know, <laughs> like um, double unders. I finally got like six in a row. Yes. Or like this week. And so I was like, what? You know, because yeah. I'm horrible. I don't know if you remember there was a new guy. It was like one of my first month here mm-hmm. and we were jump roping. And like, I've never been able to jump rope singles, like just uh-huh. awful. I told you I wasn't like natural. And, and so I remember like just kept tripping and you and Alicia were sitting there. And like y'all were talking and I was the only one in the 10 a.m. class. And so it was just me and the trainer and I'm like, don't look at me. I can't jump rope. I, you, don't look at me. Like, <laughs> and I was giving like one jump at two jumps and it was singles. And now like the fact that I'm almost doing six in a row. Yeah, yeah. Going from there. So, but granted, yeah. it's taken me, you know, like two yeah. years. So, yeah. um, but also like I got a bar muscle up off a box. Mm-hmm. So that was super Super exciting. It was super scary because I was way in the air, but uh-huh. I'll get used to that. Um, pull-ups. Um, like, I started just working on strict. I had a, um, a bar in the doorway. Yeah. And so, at our um, old house and I would just, every time I walked in, I'd do a pull-up. Every time I walked in, I'd do a pull-up. And so, then I finally got to where I could string, like, um, one or two kipping pull-ups together at the gym. Um, but So, how I, often were you doing the, I mean, that's pretty clever, right? So, you do that, like, all day? Yeah, well, because at the time I was still staying at home, so I would just, when I walked under that thing, I just made myself do a pull-up, and it was like, it was, you know, it just probably looked goofy. Other so now like, you're doing kipping pull-ups? I can. I can do, I think the last, I only, only do like five in a row, but. That's great. Yeah, I mean, from where I came. Yeah. I've been super encouraged about that, but yeah, just. And any strength improvements? Yes. Um, well, I've actually, most recently I've started changing my diet and when I eat. Because, mm-hmm. like, I knew how to lose the weight. So I lost, I don't know how much weight I've lost. Maybe, like, 20 pounds or something mm-hmm. um, in the past couple months. And then our scale broke, so I really don't, mm-hmm. don't know. But you can see, you yeah, know, in the mirror. Yeah. Um, and so I, when I got serious, maybe that was, like, four or five months ago, I started losing weight. And then about a month and a half ago, like, I... No, maybe two months ago, I started feeling like weak in my workouts. And I was like, ugh. Like, I was not even hitting my maxes that I had before. I was actually going mm. back. And I listened to one of your podcasts about Nutrient timing. T- nutrient timing, yes. And um, I think even the one before that was talking about if you don't eat before, then it's going to take from your muscle. Mm-hmm. And so, not your fat, you know. Mm-hmm. Or if you have less fat. So that's when I started saying, okay, I'm going to eat before. And then you talked about, the, then I listened to one about the nutrient timing. And then it really kicked in. And I was like, I know what I need. I need a carb before I need, mm-hmm. you know, because I was like cutting out all carbs for a little bit. And that's when I started getting weak. And so I'm like, okay, I need to add those back in. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. And then um, the last one you did about the gainers that like Chris and I just started on, on all that and just trying to... Uh, see how that and, and what I love about hearing that is you know and I mentioned this in that podcast is like you are your own experiment sure you know so you get to kind of yeah. play with find out what's working you know it's like all that you know there's a having no carbs in your diet for some people is probably really good you know right. but when you're coming in and working out and then you're starting to sure. notice you know because I guarantee you 
a lot of people are doing a very low carb diet these days. As much yes. as the media is yeah. not, I mean, even what seven years ago you started, you did a low carb diet. You know, right, right. like the immediate thing people say is I shouldn't eat carbs, and there's some truth to that. And so this is a huge, huge thing that probably people struggle with is like, okay, so now are you telling me I need to eat carbs? And it when you eat carbs matters, yes. right? I'm not telling sure. you to have carbs at night right before you go to right. bed if you yeah. know but if you just worked out it's probably a good idea to put some carbs and then play with it right 20 grams might be good for somebody 60 grams might be good for someone else you know pre post you know so i think it's good and and, and i would encourage anybody who's listening that's confused to go back and listen to that nutrient Absolutely. timing yeah. podcast um so four or five months you said ago is when you really turn it on Sure. And that kind of led to about a 20-pound weight loss. So when you, when you say turn it on, does that just mean you dialed it all in, like you got really strict, or does that mean you actually changed something? I got I um, I changed the way I was eating. Mm-hmm. So I so just, you had been kind of more relaxed about your I had, eating, right? So I was like, um, I was eating carbs. I was like grabbing with the kids. Like if they had a muffin, I was eating a muffin. You know, if I was hungry, I would eat. You know, just those kind of things and. I knew what I needed to do, and so I just. How'd you make that mental switch? I don't even know. You just decided. It was like I'm ready. I'm ready to get back. I'm ready. Was it like that? Wasn't because you had stopped breastfeeding before that, right? Right. So then that was just some point. I think it was just like my transition period. Like I knew what I needed to do, and then it was it was just like okay, I'm ready. Mm -hmm. Ready to get back. I'm ready to get faster. And I. Like, right um, before I had Bryson, that was, like, the fastest I'd ever run. Like, I was really getting really fast. And for me, like, I hate running, Mm -hmm. but I was getting really, like, uh, sprints were my thing, you know? Um, And so I knew I had to lighten the load, and then I needed to lighten the load to do Mm pull-ups. I knew that. And so that, actually, that was kind of my push. Like, I really, really wanted to get Mm pull-ups. And so I was like, okay, I just need to lighten the load a little bit, you know, and then I'll be able to, to get it up there. And, um, that's what actually people were asking me during that weight loss. They were like, you know, Oh, you're looking good. Why are you, you know, what are you doing? And I was like, well, I'm just trying to eat better, you know, cutting out some carbs and, and they're like, what, you know, why are you doing that? And I was like, cause I want to get pull-ups <laughs> and like people that, people that didn't do CrossFit were like, what? Like, I don't know. They didn't really get it, but I'm like, that's my goal right now. My goal is to get. And and I have said this on so many occasions because you know I was a personal trainer for five years before CrossFit, so from 2003 to 2008, and then 2008 is when I went to my CrossFit seminar, and then we implemented that into the gym with clients. And so, what I've noticed in in people coming into the gym prior to CrossFit. You did everything for the scale. You did everything to fit back in the dress. Sure. You did, and then after CrossFit, there because you know there were still people. Let's just say in the bodybuilding world that appreciated being strong, sure. but the people that came for like a personal trainer or even coming to a fitness class, that wasn't their goal. Like they signed up because they wanted weight loss. They signed up because they wanted to get back in a bathing suit. And there's still people that do. But what happens is when you sign up at a CrossFit gym, that may be the reason you walk in. But then all of a sudden, three months in, you want to pull up. Right. So it's like now I want to lose that 20 pounds not to get in a bathing suit (laughs) because I know it's easier to pull up. I want to bar muscle up. Right, right. And I'm this close, you know. So it's like if I lose five pounds and it just shifts, it's a paradigm shift. 
Yes. And you're going to work so much harder for that sure. than you would for just... For that one vacation exactly. in like five weeks. Yeah, and it's sustainable sure. because CrossFit keeps throwing more challenges Absolutely. at you. Because you get your pull-up, okay, well, how many can you do? Okay, sure. five. Okay, well... I want to do Murph. That's a hundred, you know, or I, (laughs) you know, or you get your pull-ups and then it's like, well, I want to do chest to bars. And then the open throws a workout at you and you can't do it. Well, now I want to get multiple chest bars and then I want to get a bar muscle up. So it's like, it just keeps always able to push yourself. And there's a purpose in your training. There's a purpose in your diet. You know, you don't want to feel bad. You know, it's like before you could go to the gym and get on the treadmill and sweat out, sure. you know, or, or move because you ate really bad. Maybe you had some drinks you right, shouldn't right, have had. Right. But you t- abuse your body and you'll feel it in the workout at oh, the gym, like absolutely. in a really terrible way. For sure. <laughs> you know? But so. that's what I just, I love about CrossFit too. And like, I never have had that hunger before, that drive. It's like, I want to get stronger. Like mm-hmm. what's, what's, yeah, what's the next thing I can do? How much? Um, what do I need to do to get there? You yeah. know, and I think just having this group of people too. You know, like your part. You're talking about having an accountability partner. Yes. We just have with this nutrition challenge. We formed this. You know, group of girls that we're always messaging each other. You know, um, keeping each other accountable. And so, tell um, me about that nutrition or this challenge because it's done yeah. today. Yeah. Is the last yeah. day. So tell me how that's been for you. It's been a month since the end of September. Yeah, no, it's been great. Just or beginning of September. Obviously, I've, you know, come six times a week, you know. Yeah. We went out of town, so I missed two. But literally, the whole challenge, I've only missed two days That's coming awesome. to the gym, you know. And then, and I know for the the other girls on the team, too, I mean, they were coming at least five times a week. Um, and so, because it's like, if you don't come, you let someone down. Exactly. You know, one point less, you know. Yeah. And, and then also, just... PRing those workouts, which I didn't get a chance to PR either of them, but some girls on our team did, and, mm-hmm. and just being able to get so excited for them—I mean, we would have anyways. But well, because because it yeah. kind of almost had, even though PR is always great, but it yes. had a little more meaning to yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but I think that's too um, the reason I want to get stronger is like, mm-hmm. you know, you just you want to PR, you want to, mm-hmm. and it, it always gives you that extra push. Like mm-hmm. you have this. You always have more gold, like different things to get better at. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what I want for my kids too. You know, like you yeah. see it coming over for your ch- child. Like, what do we want for our kids? Like, we want them to be hard workers. Mm-hmm. We want them to not give up. You know, mm-hmm. we want them to be okay with failure and keep trying new things. And that's what CrossFit gives us. You know, totally. I mean, they're seeing us, you know, work until failure. They're seeing us try new things and not get it at first, but keep practicing. Yeah. And um. That's just what I love too about about the family aspect. Is it really, mm-hmm. you know, it gives them, um, I don't just that drive. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully they see that drive in us. Yeah, um, and I'm sure they do. And that's kind of where the building better people comes from. Yes. Is just like you know this everything you just described is like is empowering you to be sure. stronger, right? For your yeah. family, for your marriage, for your Absolutely. kids, for your business, for all these areas of your life yes. is like, you know, when people don't experience this, like this, sure. what you've experienced now, and, and it's been a journey, right? Because even Absolutely. though we, we go back way back to your junior high days in sports, right, right. but this last two years has been a journey for you. It's it and And you're constantly kind of growing and you know, fine tuning and learning and it's, yes. but ultimately it gives you purpose, right? And, and I know you have purpose outside of working out, right. but 
in this area, it's like people that don't experience it, I just want them to feel it for a day. You know? Oh, I know. Chris and I always talk about that. Like when we see someone struggling to get to their car, you know, just breathing heavy, walking, it's like, Chris, you know, always says like, I wish I could switch them bodies for a day, mm-hmm. you know, just so that just, they could feel what it feels like to just have energy, yeah. you know? Um, it, it's just like, I just, it, it's so hard for me to see people that can't keep up with their kids, you know, because yeah. it just, or kids that aren't healthy themselves. And, and it's just like, I wish that they could have this, this sense of community, this yeah. sense of like, just know how it's, it's just so well-rounded and, and helps you be just a better person in every way. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you feel good about yourself, you're going to feel good about you know, you're going to be confident. You're going to be confident at work. You're going to be confident at home in your marriage. You know, yes. that's going to be better. Um, so let's talk briefly about that kind of towards the end of this podcast yeah. is you and Chris did the in-house competition oh, together. Yeah. yeah. And so how, how, when did Chris start at the gym? Cause he started after you. He did. Yeah. Well, cause he was doing the Ninja Warrior training. That's right. And so I, was, I was, it's kind of funny cause that was a little bit of a struggle in our marriage. Cause uh-huh. I was like, he was working in Houston during the day, and then he would do ninja class after uh-huh. in Houston. So I was like, hmm, like you're not getting home till 8.30 at night, like the kids are in bed already, or you're keeping them up past their bedtime. And so we had we had to struggle through that, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and it had to become his idea. Of course. Um, and so, you know, he was like, okay, let me try out CrossFit with you, you know. And at first he was like, I don't like the kipping, like, <laughs> That's going to tear your rotator cuff. I'm just going to do strict everything. I was like, okay. And it took him about like six months of coming Uh here to be like, he just started. And it was after the competition. um, He and Ryan are doing the VCS Classic together. And he was like, well, I probably should try to get it. For Ryan, I should probably try to get. I should probably. <laughs> I should probably try to get those kipping pull-ups for Ryan, and, and then it's kind of turned into like Josh. You know, Josh was like, "I'll help you." Like if you come early on Saturday, and Chris loves bonus work. Oh, you know, I mean, he just he looks at the workout every night, and I'm like, "Oh man, that's." He's like, "This is awesome," you know. And he's just oh, yeah. like, so I mean, he loves working out. So now he's like way into it. Oh yeah, which I knew he would because yeah. that's just his personality. Of course, absolutely. Um, so now he's, he's super into CrossFit. And so that uh, I'm sure it gives y'all kind of just a little more fun to talk about and something to connect with. Absolutely. And he's like so amazing being his partner. Some people say they can't work out with their spouse, but like, I love working out with him Uh because he's so positive, but he knows when to push me too. He's like, you've got this, you've got this. Okay. Take a break. One, two, three, go, you know? And he just... He knows that balance, but he also like at the end, he's like, I am so proud of you. And just hearing your spouse say that, like makes you feel so good. You yeah. Know? You um, know, um, I think the last question I want to ask you, cause I can tell based on the conversation earlier, you talk about like, just I think there's a, a confidence that you possess of just being secure in who you are and yeah. how you are and what you are. And I think that women sometimes struggle with that, right? That body oh, image absolutely. and that, yeah. um, so what could you share? What kind of wisdom could you pass on to uh, maybe a female who's who struggles with that a lot? Well, um, I, I will say I haven't always been this confident, mm-hmm. like, at all. You know, um, we've all, you know, dealt with some probably dark times, but um, I'm very, very sensitive um, to other people. And so in the past, like, I, I dated people that made me feel insecure because I would take on their emotions 
um, a lot of times. And so that would make me insecure. And then I think meeting Chris, um, and he is confident in himself and he's able to, to build me up as well. Um, and so he's just constantly feeding into me just love and, and acceptance and appreciation and just, you know, I, I always go back to like his parents have this amazing relationship. Um, they, every night they sit together, share a glass of wine and they talk like for hours. Like they just love to hang out. And um, Chris has really brought that into my life and just, um, we, we just talk all the time. And that's, that um, security that I have, I feel like comes a lot from, from just feeling that love and acceptance to that balance um, that I haven't always had in other relationships. I, Chris and I always say like when we met each other, we just knew that, I mean, we, we had to struggle a little bit along the way to like find our balance, but he just always has been so supportive um, and loving and gracious. And um, we do have arguments, um, but we're always we're always in it together. You know, it's almost um, like you're, the the value of having that person who encourages you and sure. builds you up, as opposed well, to like tears you, you down. Said, like you said, that mentor, someone that believes in you more than you believe in yourself. That's Chris. I mean, he believes in me more than sometimes I believe in myself, you know? Um, and I think just the power of that. So even if it's It might not, not even be a marriage of that, spouse. Exactly. It know. might not even be a spouse, but um, surrounding yourself with those people, like you said, those mentors that believe in you more than, than you believe in yourself. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a spouse. It but someone that's constantly um, just that blessing in your life, you know? Thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Building Better People podcast where you will hear more stories of individuals being positively impacted by living a healthy lifestyle.